0: Don't touch that dial. I know this may be shocking, but here's another episode. Already? I'd also like to send a special shout-out to my son Daniel for use of his song, Middle East Gold, for the new theme music. It goes something like this. Welcome back to Talking About Glaucoma, the podcast of indeterminate frequency, in which I talk with glaucoma colleagues about hot topics in our field. This is episode number 17 for early August 2011. I'm Robert Schertzer, Clinical Associate Professor at the University of British Columbia Department of Ophthalmology and Visual Sciences and Director of the West Coast Glaucoma Centre in Vancouver, B.C., and we're talking about glaucoma. We're talking today with Steve Sarkeesian uh, here at the American Glaucoma Society. And he really presented something which I was completely unaware of. And uh, uh, it's nice to be surprised sometimes. And that's this uh, product called Aldogen. And it's a collagen matrix implant to be used in conjunction with glaucoma surgery. And uh will have him explain it.
1: Well, thanks so much, Rob. Um, you know, the the collagen matrix, uh, which we're... We're calling calling olog, which is called gen um, has actually been available in asia and in Europe for a number of years now. Uh, I think the original version was called something like oculus gen and it's um, it's a, a, a porcine ideology it's a collagen matrix and it's it's uh, been modified several times um, there is some uh, there is some European literature that uh, that has compared it with uh uh, mitomycin C and found that the the, the uh, pressure was a couple points higher in the oligen group than in the mitomycin C group, uh, perhaps a difference of between 15 or so in the oligen group and uh, <clears throat> uh, somewhere between 11 and 12 in the mitomycin C group. But the the key difference was that the blebs looked so much better in the uh, the oligen group in, in that they were not uh, avascular and uh, uh, thus prone to long-term, all of the dreaded long-term problems that we're so concerned about. So, what the company did was they cro- they they now have a version that's a telecollagen, which is um, uh, just been treated differently, and uh, it's like, uh, been partially digested collagen, and and it's uh, therefore it has less immunogenicity, um, and uh, so. That's the version that we have now that we know is oligen. And uh, I've, I've uh, reported at this meeting my preliminary results uh, of uh, 36 patients with one-year follow-up. Um, defining success is between 6 and 21. And uh, my success rate with the 36, pa- 36 eyes was uh, 94%. Um, and my qualified uh, my my complete success rate was uh, I think at about 84 percent. So um, uh, so about 84 percent at one year on on no medications. Um, so the the real key here, if you look at this, and this meeting has been really interesting because you've seen on the in the morning of surgery day, all this development, and and I'm you know very much in favor of all the all the the, the MIGs or the the. The minimally invasive glaucoma surgery and this has been you know brought about because of all of these that how much just people hate mitomycin traps and and um i've had many people come up to me and and, and just say well you know i'm so glad that there's there's another option and uh uh, uh, and and kind of like you said, it's kind of surprise, almost disbelief that that, we, that there's something else, you know. And and so it's it's exciting. And I've I've been I've had very cautious optimism co- coming up to this meeting, and knowing that um, you know now that it, we finally have some longer follow up. This is this my case report here is the first case report of the with the new version. There should be a, a European paper coming out using the new version, comparing mitomycin to to oligen. Um, that uh, Uh, that i I understand is going to be very similar to to what i've reported here um and then a prospective randomized trial multi-center u.s study is uh under is is will be shortly underway um it's pretty much out of the irb phase and in on various depending on which institution you're at and um my institution should be we should start be recruiting uh Uh, this month. So,
0: so that will go head to head with a trabeculectomy or is it an express shunt trabeculectomy? My,
1: my results thus far have been with express, but this randomized trial is going to be trabeculectomy. Yeah. This can be trabeculectomy, uh, mitomycin versus ologen with trabeculectomy.
0: So is this approved now for use or I'm, I'm assuming safety has been, has been shown?
1: Yeah, it is. It does have FDA approval uh, for wound modulation in the eye, and interestingly, collagen is something that's been used to modulate wound healing uh, in the body for a number of years. There's been a a, the plastic surgeons have been using it, burn surgeons, you know, burn doctors have been using it um, uh, to help uh, modulate wound healing. There's a dental application actually. so uh, it's been often used to treat wound contractures. In ophthalmology, it's, uh, one application is the treatment of trigium, and another is for strabismus surgery to help prevent uh, uh, the, the scarring at the area of the uh, the muscle surgery. So th- those are other ophthalmic applications for which it can be used for.
0: And to make things clear, this this isn't like the collagen wick that, we, that we've used in ophthalmology. This is just a very... Uh, flat porous uh sponge that looks sort of like an instrument wipe that's put on the yeah, scleral that's surface
1: a, that's a good analogy or or like or, or the, the the corneal shields the the, the circular corneal shields it kind of looks like that and uh yeah yeah that's that's a good uh a good analogy and and it, it feels um you know, it, it has a, a very uh you know on a, um sponge-like appearance and it's pretty easy to manage um and uh, so the main issue you know, the main issue now, like, like any new technology, is going to be the cost because it 's about two hundred dollars a piece and when you compare it to mitomycin, which is somewhere between fifteen and eight dollars for each application, um, it does add to the cost of the procedure and so once this, once people sort of have, are forced to analyze it for their own patients. Um, and they see the benefits of it, that's really going to be where the discussion is going to go next. And, and I'm not quite sure what the best answer is. I'm not sure what the most appropriate answer is.
0: Um, right. It's one of those things where the, your operating room isn't going to see a return on investment on it in that way. But the complications that will be reduced by not having these thin myomycin blebs and endophthalmitis and wound leaks in the future is uh, something that you have to factor in. Big time.
1: Well, well, yeah, and and, and I, you know, honestly, I've I've just been making less money on. You know, I mean, I, I my service centers are making less money on every every case because they're e- it's eating into their. I assume it's just eating more into their facility fee, especially for the Medicare patients. And and um, but I think that in the you know in the it's it, you know in, in for, I suppose that for the sake of science that we're we're trying to. You know, I'm, I'm not really concerned about that. I'm mostly concerned now of getting some data out there that. That can uh, help people because this is an exciting thing. I mean, this is this is something that we, you know, can't keep under a bushel. If, uh, and I'm not going to let the cost factor try, uh, inhibit progress here. So,
0: yeah. Well, sign me up for the trial. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Steve. Steve Sarkisian here at the American Glaucoma Society. If you like this podcast, please subscribe via RSS feed from mywholelotterob dot com blog iTunes, or the iHandbook app for the iPhone or Android device. Follow Rob Schertzer on Twitter for my latest updates and check out my office website at westcoastglaucoma.com. Feel free to drop me a line at podcast at iguy.org, that's I-G-U-Y dot org, and to rate Talking About Glaucoma on iTunes. Please help detect and treat glaucoma by keeping yourself informed. Canadian ophthalmologists, here's an important update regarding Royal College continuing professional development that will help you earn even more credits. With the new simplified CPD system, each podcast episode is now worth half a credit. In the new section two under podcasts, this is not half a credit per hour, but half a credit per episode. You can also use any podcast to inspire you to learn more about a topic and earn even more CPD credits because personal learning projects are now worth two credits per hour instead of just one. This means if you spend an hour reading up more about the topic discussed today, then in addition to the half a credit for listening to the podcast, you can claim two more credits as a personal learning project on the subject.